What's up, guys? Welcome to the Rebuild Stronger podcast, where we talk about all things powerlifting, strength, sport, business, and life. Hope you enjoy. Okay, we are back. I know it's been a while. Haven't done one of these in a hot minute going through the move and the meat and all the other fun stuff that life threw my way, but we're relatively settled in in North Carolina now. So we're going to get back on the horse with the show. I'm going to kick it off with uh, why I started doing a quick lifting. This isn't a story I've, I've actually told a whole lot and, and it might not be something that anybody gives a shit about, but I think it's an important piece of the puzzle when it comes to my philosophy and coaching and kind of the way I approach lifting because I love the sport of powerlifting in general, not just uh, raw powerlifting, but all powerlifting. Um, and I fell upon this when I plateaued pretty aggressively uh, doing raw powerlifting. Um, and really what happened, I was working with Mike Hedleski. He was my coach at the time. Uh, and my big goal was a 1700 total. Like that was what I really wanted. It's what I wanted uh to hit and, and feel like uh, i had accomplished something from like the the massive amount of effort that i've been putting in and mike and i worked together on it for a while and uh, maryland state championships the usapl maryland state championships years ago i i hit it i got a 644 squat and a 440 bench and whatever the deadlift was needed to to make that total I can't even remember 615 617. I don't know. I, I literally got like 1703. Um, and it was a great day. And I was super, super stoked. Uh, and then unfortunately, for like a year, my squat didn't really go anywhere. Um, I topped out at 644 again on the squat in at uh the northeast, mid mid-Atlantic regionals. Um, and then it just it really didn't it it just stalled. It didn't matter really what we did. We tried a bunch of different things um, and it just, it never grew. And then Mike was like, dude, why don't you just, why don't you try a pair of briefs? And I was like, you mean equipped lifting? And the funny thing was, is like, I was, I was full blown USAPL bro at the time, you know, like equipped lifting, hardy har. I wasn't like big on, on, like crushing West side um, because I'd always liked some of the West side concepts. I've used a lot of the West side concepts. Uh, I've been a part of uh, Matt Wenning uh, helped me out a ton who is a, a West sider and, and has winning strength up in Columbus, Ohio. So I, I didn't like completely disregard that stuff, but like raw lifting was the lifting. You know what I mean? I was definitely an elitist when it came to that whole thing, but I had been training hard enough and I'd been working my butt off and, got to a part, a point where I was like, you know what? I just can't, I, we got to figure something else out. So yeah, like, you know what, man, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's try it. So I ordered a pair of briefs from Titan. The first night I used them, I nearly had a panic attack. Uh, Nikki could barely pull the things off of me. They were so tight. Um, and I didn't even really get much work in them. Like it, it was actually a pretty defeating night. Um, I got, I barely was able to get them on. It was a, a, a wrestling match to get them on. Um, when I finally got them on, I couldn't hit depth with anything appreciable. And I felt like it was literally throwing my body all over the place. Um, 
but I stuck with it. And by the third session, I'd kind of figured it out. That's right. It took like three sessions just to figure it out. And then I remember it wasn't, oh, it, it, it wasn't a month later, a month and a half later, I was, I was doing box squats in briefs uh, and a belt, no sleeves, no wraps, no, nothing on my knees with 700. Um, and my confidence under the barbell absolutely blossomed. It was probably the greatest boost in confidence I've ever had because everything felt light. Everything felt light. And honestly, at this point, when it comes to my raw lifting and my raw performance, one of the things that I incorporate as a tool is my squat suit. When things start to feel heavy, uh, especially above 90%, when things start to feel heavy, I put the suit on for a few sessions and overload and get to have some fun with it, right? Because it's a different type of squat. It's a different kind of feel. You're wrestling with different sorts of things. You move in a different way. Um, it's it's more uncomfortable, <laughs> It's but it's more exhilarating in my personal opinion. Uh, and then I come back to my raw lifting and that weight that a couple of weeks ago felt really heavy now feels light again and I'm able to attack it. And it was an absolute game changer, not just for my progress in the sport, but for my mental health around the sport. Because at the time when I had hit those plateaus and we all hit these eventually where they dig into our brain and it's like, shit, I've, I've worked at this for like 10 years and now everything's just going to stop. Like I can't quit. I'm not going to, this is part of my life now. And it's a time, I owned a coaching business. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm coaching all these athletes and I'm going to stop lifting. Like that's not, that's not what I built this on. And I, it did kind of force me into a bit of an identity crisis. And I know people are out there like, well, you shouldn't base your identity off your hobbies or, you know, your, your recreational activities or like a total. I didn't base my identity off my total first and foremost, but I did base it off being a power lifter. And there's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with identifying yourself and who you are and the things that you do and enjoy by some of those activities. It's just a part of life. That's what the human brain does. Uh, and it can be a very healthy thing if you choose for it to be a healthy thing. So I was struggling at that time. I was, I was really wrestling with some demons around like, am I going to continue to do this? I don't know if the time is worth it. Uh, and equipped lifting pulled me out of that. Uh, and, and honestly, in, oh boy, how long has that been now? This pre four years lockdowns, all this stuff, five or six years um, since I put briefs on and, and started that whole journey. I've had maybe a handful of bad training days, you know, like, and I mean, bad training days where I just like cut it and, and quit. <laughs> I just drop the belt and I go inside um, because I've got so many options now too. I've got so many, so many things to choose, so many different ways to spark growth, so many different ways to change the session and, and feel good about it that I just continue to go. And I've had in that time frame probably a much faster rate of growth over that time as well. Um, and and I, I do attribute that to sheer enjoyment and making that shift and exploring more in the sport. Um, so if, if you feel that way, if you feel like I did six years ago, explore different pieces of the sport. Uh, if you want to learn how to get an equipment, 
talk to your coach. If you don't have one, talk to me. I can help you figure that stuff out. Um, and find ways to make the sport new and exciting again. Cause let's be, let's be fair. It's three lifts. It's squat bench and deadlift. If you're a weightlifter, it's snatch and clean and jerk. And you don't have uh, the option to put a squat suit on except for your heavy maximal squats. But uh, you know, the, the, the activity itself can get boring. So find a way sometimes to make it new, to spark new growth and keep your head in the game. What's up rebuilders. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also leave a rating that helps people like you find the show and reach more people. Appreciate you. See you at the next one.